Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here and on the podcast this week we've got the uh, got the Oracle. No, I've, got I've, I've decided we can't use the Oracle because I've now watched Benny Dawn. <laughs> Roy Hoops. Hello. He's with us. Richard Hobbs. Hello everyone. He's with us. And Stu Hall is with us as well. Hello. There we go. It's a whole different... <laughs> nice to be asked. Whole different, <laughs> a whole different voice cast apart from Rich from last week. So uh, well done to Graham for hosting the first podcast of the season last week. It's almost like a um, like say by the Bell and say by the Bell, the new class. That kind of thing. Even playing, we're not quite as good. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Ooh. You can prove us wrong, Regan. Who got tweeted asking if he was going to be back on the podcast this week? Because the fancast now has officially started. Oh, what's good? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did get that as well. I've got this. I've got this. What I would describe as fan. And I'm not sure if it's one of you lot, like, with a secret, <laughs> with a secret Twitter account uh, winding me up. Let me just close that parody again, um, sorry. So on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about Blackburn, Newport and Hull City. But firstly, news, and the only real news over the last few days is Wolves have signed Emilia, is it Emilia Martinez? Emiliano. Emiliano Martinez. See, this is why I don't think my research called, very well. Apparently it's called Elon. Or it's Ellie, or it's Ellie, Ellie, or Emmy, or something like that. I can't. Ellie. I think AJ's saying Emmy. The radio said Ellie, or somebody. Oh, well, we've signed an Arsenal goalkeeper, yeah. local Martinez, on a season-long loan, the third season-long loan for Wolves in as many days. We all saw him in the Champions League playing against Dortmund last year, and he was superb. When he when he, he was one of the few Arsenal goalkeepers who actually stood out. There's nothing I know. Well, Chesney stood out. It was because he was smoking <laughs> a faggot in the in the, uh, in the showers, but we probably stood out for better reasons. But that's it. Just Dortmund. Just that's all we. No, like. I think he, he, he played a bit. Yeah. He had five. He had five games. He's only, he's only yeah. had to eighteen year appearances yeah. for yeah. Arsenal, so he's not exactly um, broken down any better. Many major barriers there. He's probably in the same sort of amount as McCary's made for us, so he's probably yeah. their equivalent of McCary. I know was, he's been at um, Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham yeah. in the last few years. He was part of the Rotherham team that had five go past him last season. Sam. Care to mm-hmm. our hands. Oh, but, yeah. um, that doesn't bode well. But, welcome, Martinez. Now, do you think it's is, quite shrewd by Gorn Regan to. Not. Last season, am yeah. I? Yeah, it was Wolves 5 Rotherham 0 at Molyneux. <laughs> Head in hands. Good to have you back. Once, yep, must have, I've slept <laughs> lots of, once the season ends, just forget everything. No, so you said that, and I was thinking that was two seasons ago because that was the one game that I missed. What a game that was! But alas. Anyway, so is it quite true by Jesus and perhaps Jacket and Thelwall that now we have three players on season-long loans, so financially don't have to pay out on the. The, you know the, the millions cost, or like some people talked about Derby last season. The reason why they could have capitulated is because they had all these loan players who perhaps weren't putting their heart and soul yeah, into but, it. Is but, that a bit of a, a problem that Wolves could have? But Derby did it in January, though, mainly, mm. and that's what messed them up. Also, Derby's were all first team regulars. Mm. If you think about it, whereas I don't think Martinez is going to be a first team regular. I think he's going to be the cup goalkeeper. I'm not suggesting there that these players are going to decide they don't want to play for us, but there is that danger with loans that, but come the end of the season, if we're mid tableish, they could go back to their bigger clubs, as it were, in the Premier League. Or they could, but was I think the negative effect that Derby had was that Derby had was, was a good chunk of their squad was primarily built. Like their first team squad was built out of line players. It was the same thing for what Mid- Middlesbrough as well, because Middlesbrough had a good chunk like that. Callas that's just come back on to them. He disappeared in April for some reason, and all of a sudden they stopped uh, winning most games. Whereas I think that Ojo, 
I think he's going to take a little while to settle in. I don't think there's any to expect anything in the next month would be anything would be very ambitious because he looked a bit. I don't want to say off the pace, but his decision making was very. Mm. He looked like an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, his decision his decision making was a bit different. Was a I'm going to go with different. Yeah, whereas Martinez, as I say, I think he's um. What? Excuse me, he's a second choice keeper at best, and Lafondra as well. I think he's a third choice striker. Uh, well, I, don't, I haven't liked the way Lafondra's been painted as a third choice striker, so to speak. But I, I'd like to think they're all just competing. It'd be, it'd be like Solskjaer to uh, Sheringham in York. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, d- I did like the Afobi quote. I like playing in the number ten role because I get bored playing up front. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't like. I, I ain't that mad on scoring goals. Yeah. It's like anyone can do that. Like, easy. Yeah. He's playing in our, our own. Um, Around centre circle last night at points in that little yeah, section I, of play. I do of like passing. It is nice where he just drops deep and then already oh, had enough. It's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit bored. I know the guys talked about it a bit more last week, but any any other opinions on Lafondra or the Fonds, as I'm going to try and call the, them? The, the Fonds. He likes the Fonds. He does like being called Alf as well, I believe. Yeah. Cause, do you know what his full name is? Glenville. Glenville. Adam James Lafondra. Sorry, Glenville is his first name. Glenville. Yeah. Basically, he sounds like someone that belonged on that. Is it keeping up appearances with Mrs. Bucket? <laughs> Glenville Lafondra. <laughs> Call me Alf, Gal for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got about two or three weeks left until the window closes, and we'll probably talk about it more as the weeks go on. But as of now, do you think Wolves have done their business, or do you think anyone else might come in? Well, Pe- I used to not believe that people were in the know. I now believe that is it Peter Rourke. Oh, he's always in. The he's, a ge- oh, yeah. he's a genius. Oh, yeah. if, unless I've seen it on his Twitter, I don't believe yeah. it. So uh, apparently, we're we're quite into talks for Johnny Williams, who was the guy that yeah, went the to blonde, Ipswich. The blonde egg kid. Uh, he went to Ipswich instead of coming to us last yeah. year, and that, that's it. Because we're linked with him, aren't we? With a couple of the other teams. Yeah. It was Jonathan Williams when he destroyed us when he was at Palace. He's been Johnny Williams on Football Manager for a little yeah. while, so. Uh, and we know how important football manager is following mm. your recent interview with Mr. Stearman. Good old Stearman, we'll talk about and that Sky later Sports, as well. Transfer Centre, they've got the uh, part- it's partnership with football manager Ian, and they actually show the stats on the screen. Do you reckon someone, on a listen, on do you reckon someone listened to the podcast and thought, I'm having that. This is a good idea, that. This could work. We've been beating the, de- the horse long enough when it comes to it. Uh, Anyone else in regards to signings? Rye? I, I think we've probably done our business. I think, um, as you say, there's, there's Williams that we're linked with. There's genuine interest there, as, as we believe it. And also, I think Jamie Patterson, I saw, there's interest as well who we've been linked with. But I think, really, the, the main targets were a keeper to... The competition for Ikemi. Obviously, there was a lot of grey area with um, McCare and his ban, and he's still on. He did a good job when he came in for Ikemi. Uh, so I'm pleased to see there's competition there. And obviously, Ojo, he looks raw, and we'll come on to that a little bit later. But he's um, a good replacement for Sacco, potentially. And Lafondrel of the competition with Vophobia and Dicko because it's a long season, so whether or not they're both safe, it, we need someone. Inexperience, you know, t- with that experience. Um, personally, I'd like to see another centre half, but that's a whole other yeah, subject. But that's that's, that. that, that's my opinion in terms of what we need. Whether or not we'll get another one, I don't know. I mean, we've got Hull on the weekend. I know Maguire's not started at the moment, so that's an option. He, but play, he played for him last night. Was he in last yeah, night in the cup? So I don't know. I, they may get one more, but I, I would imagine the business is probably mm-hmm. done. 
whether or not as supporters that we think that's enough. Time or time. I don't think we need them. We can go and take no, Dave, Dave's a revelation. I, mean, I can't see us making another big marquee signing. I no. can't see us throwing a couple of million at someone. I'd be happy if we get a central defender. Looking at them last night, I'd be yeah. very scared if Stearman picks up an injury now and we're without I don't him. Want, I don't mind Ebanks. Yeah. yeah, obviously, I'd rather have one of the. Uh, I won't say Ebanks. I'd rather have one of the, um, the, t- the two senior defenders. But I, I think. I mean. I'm hoping that Martinez coming in means that McCary will go out on loan and get some football, mm. which I think he probably mm. possibly needs. But I think also needs a significant yeah. loan spell. Somewhere he does because well. he, he's an accident waiting to happen. He just he just doesn't seem to know what he's doing. And all, all that stuff about Everton coming in for him, and I don't know where did it come from. Because I, said, I said this six months ago, and everyone, oh no, you know, no, you're no, no, no. You said, said he's a natural left-sided centre. Yeah, that's exactly I, what you I said. Did, you said I did, he yeah, but I said he was doing the same thing at left back. Yeah. You said he wasn't a left back, which he he's a better left back at the minute than he is in the middle. That's because he's less likely to cause a problem. <laughs> exactly. I just don't think he's ready at all. No, I think he's every needs weekend. <laughs> <laughs> every week. Whoever had that um, as their fancy football name, I think you've won the competition yeah, on that. Definitely. Um, I think that's all the news this week, really. We shall now move on accordingly to Blackburn, shall we? So Wolves kicked off their 2015-16 campaign with a 2-1 away win against Blackburn. It was a phobie and a dubious goal, shall we say, <laughs> from Dave Edwards that helped Wolves um, with the lead. A couple of shaking heads here, a couple of nodding heads. Wolves discuss that in a bit. Stu, you were the away day advocate for Fancast, although we've all seen the highlights. So just generally, from the away day point of view, what was the verdict of the game? Three points on the opening day. That's, yeah. all you, that's all you need. It don't really matter who you play. But saying that, it was it was a decent performance. All that nonsense that Sky Sports correspondent, who no one seems to know who he is because he's probably been hung, drawn, and quartered by now, that Blackburn were the better team. It's a load of nonsense. They weren't a better team. They had more possession in the second half when they were throwing everything at us. But there was always that feeling, like, like at Watford last season on was it Boxing Day? Yeah, where we were comfortable in defence for a change and we always had that extra like the Fulham game we always had an extra extra level to step up to it seemed like that that we could if we wanted to we could have gone and blasted them but it was just it was just one of them days where it was it was just strange because it was all the, all the build up and thinking yeah well all the nonsense oh no all the pant wetters saying we haven't signed anyone moxie out and all, all the usual stuff and then we come to the actual game we could have been one nil down after three minutes and it would have been a different story. But so there's a lot of opinions after the game. Perhaps maybe those who didn't go that felt that we just got away with it in a sense. Are you saying that it, no, we no. were comfortable and it came? Blackburn could have scored, which it showed on the highlights. But yeah. we were comfortable in. Yeah, we were comfortable, and we could have scored when Henry at the bar. We should have had a penalty in the last minute, which has been wiped from history from any highlights package ever. Which wasn't a dive. It was either a foul or a corner. It was either a foul mm. or a corner. It wasn't a dive, and. It just seems a bit rewriting history again that Blackburn at home, all these Jordan Rhodes loving and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had one decent shot, and he, he was a, he wasn't even a menace like he normally is. But apart from that, without really stead, they didn't really have much up front. Mm. Which I think is quite funny because when we went to Blackburn in January, really Gestead was dog. He, I, I didn't. I was really surprised when he. he, won, he, like, he was fifth, that was he? I was like, there's been all this like loving about him going to the villa, and he's he's great in the air. And I just thought, Stephen, he met Stephen like a football genius, which is where the song originally yeah. came from. But I think I think Blackburn are that great a team. I I think mm. Jordan Rhodes, he's a good player, but 
in my opinion, is it's not a good shot if you hit the post. So he had no good shots. Ooh. Controversial opinion right there. Shall we go on to the goals first? See, Benikafobi's um, opening goal. Lovely goal. Sublime. And everything it, about it. It is a controversial talking point. Benikafobi to go either in, not in January, I don't think we tell him in January, but in um, next June. Well, we're not going to consider that because he's not going to go. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so is that everything about the goal in terms of um, Cody's ball up through, um, I think he played it forward first. Afobi knocked it back down back down it was just not he did a really nice little turn round mm. to go back it to play you know to for Edwards to do a lovely header through and the finish as well. I mean <sighs> was it not even on his foot, it was almost like his shin. You don't yeah, you, it's you, it's you, it's you on the, the outside of his heel he kind yeah. of like, side foot of it in but it kind of a bit that just makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when he's running with the ball and he shoots, you can't tell at what point he's about to shoot. Mm. He has no backlift on it whatsoever. So he leaves the goal with almost no chance. I mean, he's so clinical, it's mm. outrageous. Let's talk about the equaliser and Blackburn's goal. Now, was this a case of Akimi's really messed up here, or he's just accidentally judged the flight of the ball? He saw there's a man coming on him and he's just slipped and it's just gone in. What, what do people think of the, at the time, goal? At the time, I thought that's a bit unfortunate because I thought, well, he's, he's tried his best to get back and he's, he just didn't manage it. When we watch it on the highlights, he looks like a ridiculous mistake. Mm-hmm. And he does yeah, he does slip to start with, but then he's still got a, a few seconds where he's watching the ball in the air and he still messes it up. And I'll, I'll put him in, in the blog that he might have been the sun because the sun was blasting from that side and if mm-hmm. he just glanced up, it could have blinded him for a second. But it was a poop mistake. Mm-hmm. Nothing... It was a freak. It's not going to happen yeah. again this season to us, hopefully, but it was a mistake. It's, it's almost like he's, I don't know, like I just mentioned, that he, he's almost anticipated there's a player on him. You watch the highlights back, the player's not actually that much mm. pressure on Kimi. So Kimi probably thinks, this might, oh crap, I've got to get this ball out quickly. He's almost um, running back so much that gravity's taking him, tries to palm away, slips, hits the post. <laughs> And goes in. Yeah, it looks like there's a like they say like there's a phantom striker in there that yeah. is misjudged, and um, he hasn't worn a cap before. I came actually, maybe maybe it was the sun if we're being kind to him, but um, it was Ooh. it was it was a terrible goal right. to concede. Frank Frank has snapbacks. Yeah, <laughs> I, we, we all provide one for Carl. It, it would look trendy as a goalkeeper in a cap, Ikemi. I don't like keepers with caps on. What about old school like Disneyland visors? Mm. That would be good. Like poker visors with the green. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have a bit of that. Or a pink, or a pink one. Or a purple one. Yeah. Depending Steers on the kit. Steers the on the back. Yeah. Just to, um, yeah, exactly, to blend in with the kit. Be a nice touch. That's never been done before. You know, you get those hats with the beard. Hopefully you have, um, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Aid. Lucas Aid, it's not. So you can just hydrate constantly as he plays. Um... <laughs> Regan, no. it's an idea that is going to be patented and if I will make available millions. on the website. <laughs> is, a man, is, a man that, is a man that likes caps? No, no, <laughs> especially no, David. <laughs> right. Leeds can have them silly little sock toy things in the 70s that never caught on, but they tried to bring them back and they still didn't catch on. This could happen. We could have an official cap sponsor or partner because I think that's, that's one thing Jez might be missing out on, actually. So if Jez is listening... You know, we put forward the idea today, so if you can help us out a bit, Jez. Um, and we want 20% yeah. of all yeah. when yeah. coming in. Can you just imagine him looking at his board of flight, right? Yeah, who else can get this? 2%. Let's talk about the hand of the Welsh god, Dave Edwards. <laughs> now, 
is this has I'm presuming other people have interpreted it. Ball's come in, he's gone to do a diving header, misjudged it, so he's naturally put his arm out, hit his hand, hit the goalkeeper, gone in. Yeah. At the time, <laughs> do you think it was one of them ways? Just like he's missed it, so I'll bugger it, I'll punch it. I think because he, he in the sprawling mess that he is when he tries to do a diving header, he's just he's just gone. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't listen to this. He's sprawling. He's a mess. He doesn't it's glide. Like one of them, them puppet spiders that you, you get. But it's all arms and legs all over the place. He just he just completely got the jump wrong and he's just hit his hand and gone in. Yeah. At the time, I thought, well, how hey, is that going? We thought it must have come off a defender or mm. something. And then no one was celebrating. We thought, well, what's happened? No one, because re- I was in the lower tier as well. No one seemed to know what had gone on. And he was only said, yeah, it's handball. How is it handball from who? Mm. It was just it was a freak and it was yeah. it was an accident. Rich, what were you going to say? I was going to say I think it's one of those where if you're actually going to jump like that, and he saw it wasn't it was less almost a diving header, more he sort of just threw himself at the ball, mm. which sort of meant his arms kind of threw forward. You say he missed the flight of the ball horrendously and ended up well somehow punching it in. But Edwards went into that corridor of, un- of uncertainty which Ben coined last season. He does this so many times. So how have teams not picked this up anymore? Because we don't know when he's going to do it. <laughs> I don't so think we don't know. To be honest, do you know what I mean? it's almost like all these goals mainly come from that one bit of play. So how have teams not gone? You know what? We better watch Dave Edwards in the when the Wolves are attacking because he's going to go into these corridors. Yeah, but let's be honest. Everyone thinks he's a bit shit. And I don't opp- think opp- so anymore. Opp- no, no, we don't. Yeah. But because we have for so long. Opposition fans and players and teams also. But I also love it how fans, our current fans, still don't rate David Edwards yet. Yeah, he seems to keep scoring here. Goal and assist last game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I no, think terrible. Can terrible. we point out that I love Dave? I think, I think I think we all we all love me. Thank yeah. you very much. Right. <laughs> no, I was going to say I'm a big fan of Dave. Well, I think perhaps teams are consumed with the whole McDonald and a phobia link up and Dicko. Whereas perhaps he does go. You're right. It's strange that he's outside of the radar. But there's a number of goals that he scored and contributed, and also quite late in the games as mm. well. Um, you know, we can talk about formation, whether or not he just it's justified playing where he is at the moment, but. I wouldn't drop him currently um, because I just think he offers a goal for it, and he, for those type of runs, it gives us a little bit more options um, and goals because there's not a lot of goals in midfield in terms of the centre partnership. Mm. They're all defensive midfield mm. type players, so no, I think he's, he, he warrants his place. I'd be absolutely gutted if I was a Blackburn fan, and I think it, it is outrageous. And it, yes, it's not deliberate, but it's gone in the back of the net, and for me, it's just you know. It would be frustrating, but, but yeah, we, we're going to accept know. it. All, this once yeah. again brings up the absolutely shocking state of officiating in our league, specifically as well as the lower leagues. Because Stevie Wonder could have probably judged <laughs> that he had did that. Mm. He's one of them. I mean, I think the criticism from of Dave playing where it is is that people in Wolverhampton, specifically Wolves fans, don't understand that we're now playing a diamond. Now, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. No. Nope. But um, they, think, they, think, that we're they think he's mm. left wing. He's not. He's left centre mid. Mm. Stu, any key performances people who stood out? On the, uh, the young Steven Gerrard. Yeah. There's, that tag is perfectly justified because that kid is superb. For kind of Cody. Kind of Cody, yeah. People don't realise, yeah. yeah. He was just immense again. He's just, he just makes everything look so easy. He was good last night as well. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, yeah. I've, been, I've been watching him for a couple of games now. I still stick by the point that I think he was initially brought in to replace McDonald. Because he plays more like a McDonald than he does like a Jack Price. A McDonald that actually does his job properly. I was going to say, I think he's almost a completely separate player to those types of players. The way he kind of 
is more than happy sort of going forward and pushing into that final. Is he a register? <laughs> He's pushing on it, you know. You know, I'd, 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 Cause I'd, he, he you should just point out that a register, according to football manager, is a defensive midfielder that acts as a more aggressive deep line playmaker. That's pretty much it. He's not okay. quite uh, much of a triquester because he's not that high forward because he's not really operating in the third quarter. I'm oh, loving these terms. <laughs> the triquester <laughs> is a lazy attacking midfielder just stands there and waits for stuff to happen. Pretty so much, de- yeah. Definitely they play on the edge of the third. They play in the third quarter, so they just hang around about thirty yards out doing very little. Now people over the age of thirty are going to be completely. Yeah. That's, why, that's, yeah. that's why they're teaching me. He's <laughs> explaining what. So all in all, great three points. First game of the season, away from home, definitely three yeah. points. One thing, will, one thing I will say, though, <laughs> McDonald, was, he might as well not have been there again. Mm. And the thing about if he was brought in to replace McDonald, I'd just leave him there. Just leave him there. Because, but we can't because of the uh, exceptional performance of certain players last night. McDonald has to play because mm. there aren't any other options at the minute. Mm. I don't think... I, I, I think he did last it. year, we, we decided to line Jack Price out and it's that... Uh, you know what I mean and we realised that come October that Jack Price is a very useful player in this division and I, I think that in the not too distant future it'll be realised that Jack Price and Conor Cody is possibly a be- could possibly be a better part no no it will that's what, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Price don't fit that's all that's all I meant has he, he had an injury or? I don't think he's had a, as he hasn't had a big pre-season, pre-season as everyone else because of just do you think Cody's played pretty much every game hasn't he yeah although Cody does need a better haircut on the scale of Wolves haircuts it's not um, I mean Stu's got the Tommy Rowe yeah or is the Tommy Rowe got the Stu yeah I had it first <laughs> he, he came here with Shaw back and sides it's all Stu so he's, got, he's gone yeah. from a, he's gone from a rig to a, to a Stu <laughs> yeah. Hall so three points in the bag well yeah. done Wolves now Wolves are actually through to the next round of a knockout cup competition for the first time well in Carling Cup terms for the first Carling Cup Capital, Capital One, one Cup. Cup. Sorry, apologies, Capital One. For the first time in three years. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Capital One have had enough pre- uh, press and media by the the first half was sponsored by Capital One. I'm like, not again. <laughs> Dumb start. <these>. So, <laughs> Walton it with a 2-1 home win against Newport County. Diffonophobia on the score sheet. Um, but it wasn't as easy in typical Wolves fashion, was it? It was Newport, after you massive credit to them, I thought they played quite well. They did. I, mean, I thought that looking at them and what <laughs> trying to find a Newport forum is not the easiest thing in the world. Because mm. I, I thought Newport cloggers, right? Just be, just because of what because there was a, a, the old gaffer of the um, the local the red line. Yeah, Gary and Sandra they've moved away now, but they're from Newport and they they get back when they can. And they said that the, the football they play is just it's archaic. But yeah, they, they, they impressed me. They, they, they passed it. They passed it around better than we did. Yeah, yeah first twenty minutes. Yeah, we were terrible. Mm. I mean, Considering <laughs> we had five defenders on the pitch, I don't think we've played well defensively in any game I've seen. I mean, the goals we conceded against Doncaster, bad. The goal we conceded last night, bad. The goals we conceded against Villa, bad. It's not. I don't mind. It, it was like when Hennessy was the keeper. I don't mind conceding good goals. I just mind when you give them away mm. and you do something mm. stupid. What are the thoughts on the team selection last night? Because it was an interesting. Oh. With Doherty seemingly on the wing, Martinez and Ojo got their debuts. But defensively, first twenty minutes we were all over the shop, especially uh, EBL and Hawes. I'm going to throw it out there. I think we're looking quite shaky without Barnes at the back. I think I've, I'm. I'm not his biggest fan. 
Danny Bart, as I've sort of said on his show before. And I kind of thought, well, you know, maybe we can sort of cope without him. Mm. And I thought of Blackburn from sort of what I saw, I wasn't there, but I heard we were a bit shaky first 20 as well. And I actually think was, possibly was might Who's the starting centre back? You know what I'm exactly what I'm going to yeah. say. Stearman. And he's playing right side, isn't he? Yeah, Stearman yeah. was. If Cody hadn't been as good as he was, Stearman wouldn't have been more in the match again. Yeah. Um, but he's got. He's got, to, he's got to play two roles because he's not good enough. Yeah. So it surprises me because he started the last couple of games last season. He started with Ebanks uh, Landell. Yeah, I prefer that. And I like Ebanks Landell. I think that Ebanks Landell's had a higher exposure to to, fo- to senior football. And I think he allows Stephen to play back on the left. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I would personally have started with Ebanks Landell uh, against Blackburn. I think for me, when I looked at the defence um, last night, they weren't a unit, and I think that's what we're getting at. They all played individually. There were times, particularly on, on the right-hand side, uh, well, on both wings, actually, where they were being overlapped and there wasn't any cover. There was no organisation. So I think we've got the the, um, the shape of a, of a defence. Individually, the players are they're quite athletic, they're quite strong, they've all got pace. So I think they are good players, but as, as a unit, they're poor. Um, that comes from the keeper that comes from a, a dominant centre half mm. I agree I'm not a, a fan of, of Danny Bart um, and I, I, I don't think we've we've missed him however we may have missed him in organisational mm. as a commander um, as it were as, as a commander yeah. rather than as an individual performance I think with with Danny Bart the way he plays the ball out of defence it's, it's more so direct it's more kick, kick and rush mm. and I think these these players be good footballers but they're not as, good defenders. But but yeah, as as and it, we've got a couple of good fullbacks there. But as a unit, I thought they were poor. There was no organisation. There was no discipline. And I think Newport up until the week was struggling to get a side together, um, and they were opened up far too easily. I think the the age thing as well. <laughs> Goldblum being the, the oldest player on the on the team. There's a little pearl of wisdom from our uh, North American correspondent as well. He said here, Steve. Yes. Um, thank you Steve by the way yes thank you Steve for this this superb the confidence of youth is no substitute for the wisdom of experience that is well and truly written by a man that is over 35 (laughs) (laughs) no I I would have said last night was I thought I offered him well in his attacking role maybe not so much in his Mm. defensive role but the thing is they're being encouraged to attack at the minute in most of the football that we play I don't think Stephen did anything necessarily wrong. Horse looked. Stephen didn't do anything wrong because he didn't play. Not sorry, Stephen. Um, Evans Landell. <laughs> I know what I meant. Evans Landell. But that would have been some kind of uniform. Well, technically, he didn't do anything wrong because he didn't play. You're yeah. right. Evans Landell looked okay, and I just think that Horse might have been affected by having a keeper that he didn't really know. I think that probably did mm. help a lot with the organisation. Mm. And also, you got Goldborn, who's but the most senior person, but he's on he's, the he's on the right flank. I think you need that person in the middle, don't you, to come yeah. yeah. going on. Uh, we never play well in cup games. We could have put mm. the first team out, and we just some, you know well, not first, you know what I mean, the first eleven out, and we'd have still probably been crap. Is anyone else a little bit worried about Van the Power's status in the squad, considering Matt Doherty? He was, he was terrible again, though, wasn't he? I don't know what's happened to him. It's no, just, if Matt Doherty can get ahead of you at, mm. uh, at right midfield... And two things on that. Doherty, I thought, at times, had a bit of flair about him. I was like, what's he going tried, on he here? He drifted a lot, didn't yeah. he? Was like that little through ball that he, 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 yeah. he, he just went out for a goal kick, so I was in, in 
strange territory in the north bank last night. But he, he put the, the, a ball through from the some kind of side side pass through yeah. ball, and it was superb. Yeah. And then when he came on a Blackburn, he was doing that at Blackburn as well for the small amount of time that he was on the pitch. But Jacket pro match was very complimentary of Van der Parra, and even perhaps indicating he might get more of a role. In the games, which is surprising given that Van der Poel seems to have been frozen out. Yeah. I wonder if he hasn't played him last night, thought that he might be more involved in the next two games and hasn't had a pre season, so wanted to keep him fresh. One of our Pankers uh, followers on Twitter has kind of quoted what Jacket said. Van der Poel showed very good on the right wing the last 30 minutes after one or two problems in pre-season and he's come back strong and I'm now really looking forward to him to build on that and I was pleased with what he did. That's when he made his substitute appearance. I mean, he did get the most assists last year which I still find very surprising but he did. But it was at the start of the season before he went off on that little patch and then he came back and he was not not the same player at all. I think he's on last chance saloon. I really do. Mm. Um, I think, it's, as Rich mentioned, in terms of Matt Dowie to be in the side, I saw that was widely criticised on Twitter. But I could see the logic in it in the sense that he's got question, mo- uh, question marks even over Van Lepar. And also with Doherty, he's good offensively. He's good going forward. I think he brought him in as a, as a striker. So, And also he gives a little bit of protection to Iol for a neck and overlap because mm. both of them can go forward. So in, in a sense... I, I could see the logic behi- behind that. Um, but I think Van, Van Lepore, it's a big season for him. Mm. And I, I, I read some of the, his, his, his comments, um, as you just mentioned there, Jacket, and it gave me the impression that he will give him a chance, but I don't think he'll give him too many. And certainly you would have expected him to start last mm. night. Yeah. I think that there's a good, I think it might have worked better last night, and come back to Van Lepore in a second, had he played Iorfer on the right wing. This is like the Muscat Baisley situation. I could, yeah. I, could, I could have understood that because I do think that I think Doherty goes well forward as a fullback. However, I could see I offer more as an eight and eight winger. He Doherty looked like a he looked too defensive. He looked like a right back playing at right midfield. He didn't look like mm. a right midfielder. I think and at that point, why didn't we just play Jordan Gray? Why didn't we play one of the youth wingers there? Why either way, like or Connor Ronan, uh, literally an. I don't see the point of why we needed to put a square peg in a round I hole think, when we clearly have. I think round he pegs. wouldn't have wanted to use another twenty-one player because I think he's trying to give the impression he's taking the cup seriously. And the fact that you had Ojo on the left as well, and how explosive and not explosive, naive, and the way he kind of the mm. way he is about himself. Goldborn's got no no defensive cover at all on that side, so you want some on the right. That's why mm. a lot of the players can do on the left. I think I think could be a really useful player. I haven't seen him last night. Yeah, I would definitely w- think that he need, he's going to need time because his decision, as I said, he was getting into positions, and there was like one where he, like the way I can describe it is instead of trying to put it in like like towards the penalty spot where Afobi was, he put it straight across the six yard box. It was like. Mm. He didn't look up sometimes, almost, and that was what can. The only concern I've got about him is that he's going to be a great player. But he's going to be a great player in two or three years' time. Mm. I oh, think yeah. there's a little bit of a van the power about him in terms of his decision making. Now, the fortunate thing about that is he is 19, and he has got that time to develop. Mm. And you know, hopefully, he'll become another Sacco rather than another Van the Power. I'm hoping. Yeah. I am hoping Van the Power can can push on this year, but I don't. I, I think the problem is when you're being said that we're looking for you to build, you're always one not so good appearance away. 
mm. from being back on the bench for six weeks. What whereas... did people guess at Lafondra's home appearance last night? I know we saw him a bit more black, but for more generally people at Newport, what did he, I thought he was okay. Didn't yeah. he? I don't think Set he really board. had ch- many. He didn't have chances. He didn't have the ball, did he? No. No. no, he made himself busy. I would have started him last night. That that that's for me. That was a surprise, just because I don't. I mean, I can understand if you want to make a Phobie captain, which one was a weird decision. Two, I thought Cody. I thought Cody would have been a more. Well, even Price, I'd have had Price if we we're going to have anyone out of that start. I, I thought it was a weird one to give a Phobie the captaincy. I mean, especially when you consider that um, going up to the football manager, Cody's seventeen leadership. But I'd like to have seen Lafondre get ninety minutes. I don't think he's had a proper pre-season at Cardiff. No, he said he has. He, when, the, when we signed him on, the, on that video, he said he's had a full pre-season. Okay. So he's fit and ready. So, so it that, makes it even more that, stranger. In that case, I'd have played him. Yeah. Instead of well, Dicker. that's why Kenny Jack is the manager and we're just I the mean, people sitting around a table. <laughs> he has always been, well, in the last sort of few years, he's always been marked as this impact sub. And I've got a friend who sports reading who says, it's great coming off the bench, but he is a luxury if you have him on for 90 minutes. Now, admittedly, Against Newport, they were a lesser team. You'd want to give them some game time and play with the team. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know. I like that little touch last night where we wish them good luck for the rest of the season, by the way. Yes, it was very good. Yeah. What do you think of Martinez last night? First half, a bit of a mare. Second yeah. half, got into the game a bit more. I think first half, just the, like said, the, the whole nonsense of not knowing each other and he looked. He looked like someone who signed seven hours before. Yeah, well, you've mm. got to he's literally. Yeah, exactly. You signed a drawn just putting on jersey. You're uh, you're out in ten. You've probably got to consider that he's also spent a lot of his footballing career, especially recently, whilst he's been in preseason, with, with considerably can... better footballers than he's probably yeah. likely to encounter at Wolves. And that's not di- that's not disrespectful to Wolves players. We look. We're talking one of the best teams in the Premier League. Mm. Even their subs would probably get into our starting eleven. Yeah. I think it was a difficult debut. <laughs> I mean, Newport on and, and at home. Um, okay, in terms of opposition, perhaps not. But the fact that he's coming into a defence that had been changed around uh, and literally been signed on the day, he was. He had a nervous start and obviously a bad start conceding. But I thought he grew into the game. His distribution at times wasn't great. He was perhaps trying to be a little bit too acute with some of his short passing. But that's communication, I think, with the, the defence. But he made a particularly good save towards the end of the game. And also his kicking was decent as well. So I think we've got a good find and a, a genuine contender for the number one spot. Two more points on Newport before we wrap that up. Firstly, what a cheeky penalty from a phobic. Oh, yeah. What a cheeky penalty. The oh, little scamp. He stuttered all in Gareth Gates. Because <laughs> <laughs> that could have gone horribly wrong. I don't like it. I don't like no. it at all. <laughs> It's a master trying to master it on FIFA, to be honest. Yeah, but you can't, you can't double you can't double stutter no. on FIFA. They haven't introduced that one yet. What is it? Oh, that'll be next year. Oh yeah. yeah. And final Newport, we saw it uh, on on the Newport game, and I know it's very weird for a lot of us to see this whole diamond narrow formation. What? I don't like it at all. I like wingers. I'm a Wolves fan. We've always liked. Do you not wingers. think Jacket has identified something that makes him think this is going to work in this league? Why? Why else would he? Unless he wants a plan B. Uh, I was going to say, I think a diamond formation is put, is a very good formation, same as a 4 4 2 or whatever. problem is, we seem to be playing it in a bit of an odd fashion in terms of saying, you know, oh, we'll still play a winger or we'll play someone who's playing a bit wider and comes inside. If we're going to play a diamond formation, let's play a diamond formation, not just try and stick someone, you know, where they're not. I've, I've seen in the past the, the merit of playing one winger. And three centre midfielders, because but you've got that winger's going to have to work on both sides. Do you, mm. do you get what yeah. I mean? Because 
sometimes you don't want it. You, you want to create the midfield, but you still want to have an option out wide. That, that's fair, that's doable, but that doesn't seem to me what he's trying to do. No, because we could have one of the centre forwards dropping onto the other wing or something. But it, you say it doesn't feel like that. It feels like we're playing people in sort of very odd, sort of arbitrary. It, it's, what? it's like Henry on against Blackburn. This the diamond thing. James Henry was coming from central midfield. He wasn't coming from right with midfield. Mm. Off a lot of them shots that the one that hit the bar. Was picked well, it up in yeah, it was, he picked it up from the, from the cent- central midfield, but it was about the fourth one that he tried from central midfield. Mm. He wasn't coming from the right hand side of midfield. He was in the centre. Nothing made any sense. Mm. And so we're playing. We've, these players have played together for two years in four two three one, and they he's just putting them, trying to get them to do something else. I don't it, think doesn't, it'll last. it doesn't work because the, 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 it's like with the um, old Stella situation, trying to pl- mm. get footballers to play something that they're not used to. A couple of other things from the Newport game. Anyone else? Uh, some people saw steers for Ballon d'Or shirts. Magnificent stuff. He's going to win that award next year now. We know that. Uh, Telecaster J on Twitter says, um, can we give a shout out to the cleaner in the South Bank? One intoxicated teenager threw up multiple times and a poor guy had to clean up after him. People like him at the club are often forgotten. Um, Ryan Chislam said, um, can you mention Jacket's goal of turning Doherty in a world beater the Gareth Bale way? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yep, I can see that. Did anybody, when you, in your respective stands, maybe less so for the North Bank? I don't know. As soon as you walked in, thought I'm going to slip on this floor. It's so, so shiny. Anyone else notice that in the South Bank or the Billy Wright? No. What I noticed about the, the North Bank, I, I was quite late to get to the game, and considering there was nine thousand fans there and it's half empty stadium, I, I must do a shout out to my friend Cully, who said to me. Yeah, I'll get the tickets. I'll actually go up on the day of the game. Considering there was a lot of empty seats, he managed to get three tickets in all three different seats in different blocks. So I, I had to sit <laughs> in between two teenagers who were discussing the TV through most of it. And it had that pre-season feel. There wasn't a lot of energy. Um, Could you have not just moved? We did. We moved in the second half to uh, some, some nice cushioned seats. Yeah, this, was the yeah. problem, this was the problem with the Villa game. I had two kids who had obviously been let out from day release behind me. <laughs> and it was like it could t- it's like they'd never been away from the mom before because every other word was a swear word and this is coming from me and I, I mean I'm quite fluent in the um, dark arts in the dark arts but Jesus wet uh, and just on to Blackburn Chris Houston tweeted um, does being so drunk I walked two miles the wrong way after the game <laughs> as they came <laughs> he walked, apparently he told me this last night he, turned, he put his earphones out as he turned it come out the ground too drunk didn't realise what he'd done he walked two miles literally the wrong way before he'd sobered up realised what he'd done got back to the, and then had to walk back to the train station he got to Darwin yeah, <laughs> yeah he walked to Darwin train station which was closed had to walk back to Milton apparently all his mates were on an 8 o'clock train he had to wait until quarter to 10 or something to get a train from Preston. Excellent work. But we're through to the next round, everybody. We've actually made a second round of a cup competition. <laughs> Can we have a uh, fan cast idiot of the week and <laughs> just give it to Chris Hughes? <laughs> no, because this could be a really good, actually, this could be a really good regular feature. Yes, it could. <laughs> fan cast idiot tweet, of the tweet week. Tweet us every week. Te- tweet us <laughs> your fan cast idiot of the week. There we go. Right, final part of the podcast. It is the first home league game of the season. This Saturday lunchtime, it is on Sky as well. Yes. If you're not. So hardcore that you're not going to go. It's Sunday lunchtime. 
Sunday lunchtime. Sorry, people put it on Saturday lunchtime thinking I'm going to blame fancasts for this. Um, Hull at home. Um, Hull just got through uh, in the Capital One Cup last night. They drew with Accra to Stanley, but won on penalties. Exactly. exactly. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like you'd. T- if you don't drink your milk. <laughs> yeah. I felt like you'd set that up for me, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> so, Hull City obviously relegated uh, from the Premier League last season. Will be one of those teams people will be talking about vying for promotion this season. Um, we should all really know Hull City, don't we? In regards to people and personnel and people they employ in the. Uh, as far as they've, st- they've still got people like um, uh, Huddleston. Huddleston. They've got a good side. They've got Huddiston, they've got Akpan, who just uh, been signed on. He scored two and two, is Jelovic, I think they uh, starting or coming off the bench. They've got Maguire, obviously, you mentioned earlier. He's yeah. with us pretty good as well. They've still got Craig, uh, sorry, Curtis Davis. Yes. Yeah. Do you think he'll get booed? Yeah. Yes. Do you think what the ex Villa West Brom and Birmingham player? No, he'll get a good reception. <laughs> no, I told you, I met him once. This was at a time when he was likely to move to Norwich from Birmingham City, and I went, "Oi, Curtis, have you gone to Norwich yet?" And he went, "No." So he could have told me to. He could have told me where to go. So to be fair to him, I mean, my banter was obviously brilliant at this point. Um, Hull won their first league game of the season last weekend, two 0 at home to Huddersfield. I think Hull. Are, I think so. Uh, was it, not Chris, it was a friend of mine, Sam, sorry, who went, uh, went sat with at the game last night. And he told me that he, he would be disappointed if we didn't take six points on the next two games. Which I thought was a tad ambitious. That's fair. I think four, because I think I would... Now, if you offered it me, I would probably take the draw against Hull. Because I think Hull are a potentially decent team. However, I do think QPR would be there for the taking. But I assume we might have a bad podcast between now and yeah, then. So. Yeah, next week as well. could be like Norwich last season. They could just start slowly. Yeah. Or, yeah. And they started with a win. And you could have the Norwich effect with Van Lepera. Van Lepera against the relegated team. Maybe that's Jackie's idea. Is, are, we, are we arguing that Van Lepera is only good on Sky? <laughs> well, it, well, uh, we did okay on Sky last season. Is it a good uh, like like Norwich last season? Is it a good early indication of where our team are in regards to challenging for the top end of the table? As Kenny Jackett says. Come to me after ten games, and we'll discuss it then. Did he say that? He, he, he <laughs> says the derivative. He always no. He always says that was that was Martin stupid Channel Five program. No, no. Before. Kenny Jackett said, has said that before. We need to. We'll see where we are after ten games. I would. Sounds very McCarthy. Yes, yeah, yeah, that sounds like McCarthy. No, Kenny Jackett has said it. That's what I'm saying. Wolves, can you please clarify if uh, Kenny Jackett said that? I'm sure he has, but we'd just like some um, um, written confirmation. Look, I'm a student. I've got more time to yeah. study what anyone's been saying. And trust me, I'm arguing that he said it. Team selection for the weekend, same as Blackburn? No. No. No? No. Not your heart. What the, you, what, what will actually happen? Could you, you no, know, I, what will actually happen? It'll be exactly the same as Blackburn? Yeah. There we go. In With a bit of common sense, yeah. how it should be dropped from... Ivan Sandelper in there just for the sake of what we were saying earlier that he's, pl- he's got more ex- experience mm. in the middle of defence with Stearman as well yeah. so why not so pause for <laughs> EBF pause any other changes to I, uh, I think we should how far off his bar that's still probably uh, a good a few five games man <laughs> and I'll bring Martin in actually because he's dropping the controversial (laughs) piece of the podcast isn't it me that's supposed to say the controversial (laughs) step up your game come on I just think yeah he he took a while to get into it and then there was that little slip which wrong footwear but um, for me he's got that bit of swagger about him that kind of Joe Art Neuer kind Mm. of type of keeper that we ain't had one of them before but there's there's just something about him and at the minute Akimi seemed on Saturday like he was 
at the end of last season when he came back from his injury and he wasn't the same player at all to me. And there was times when we said this last year about why is Kushak being dropped, even though you your little hatred of Kushak. Didn't he save a penalty at weekend? Kushak. Yeah, he yeah, was saved the winning penalty. Yeah, basically. but yeah, but that's because it was an important thing. It wasn't the best penalty. Yeah, exactly. 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 It was a crap penalty. He <laughs> saved it, which is what half decent keepers should do. He's not he's j- I think Akimi needs or, to make another hole for him yeah. to be dropped, I think. I think I'd just like to see Kushak make a catch. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, I just he just had that there was a lot of things he took him to the second half to, to catch a ball. Like there was mm. things he was coming for. There was there was like Peter Check at the weekend. It was ridiculous. He had no no right to even come out to get it because he was never he was getting nowhere near it at all. And he just there just seemed something wrong with him. Like he ain't fully recovered. Either. If it's mental or not, I don't know. Mm. But it, at the minute, I'd put it in. But it's not going to happen. Anyone else, or just the same kind of? I think I go with same side. Same side. I, I take your point, but I think as you say, I think Alakimi probably too soon to to make that call. Uh, he's been fantastic for us over the last last few years, um, and I think we just need to get a steady defence. Whether or not that partnership is there at the moment, I don't know. That'll be down to Jacket. So there's an argument for bringing Landell in, but I suspect it will be the same side. And I think Ojo will be gradually introduced as the season goes. Perhaps in home games, I know that um, from previous years, Jacket played a little bit more offensively, so he might get a shot. But I'd imagine it'd be the same side. I think it'll be a really tough game against Hall. I think they're a much better side than Blackburn are. So let's do predictions for the Sunday live on Sky game. Shoe Hall. 3 0. Wolves. There we go. Richard Hobbs. 1 0 Wolves. 1 0 Wolves. Roy Hoops. I think it's going to be a draw. I just think, you know, it's too much to expect uh, Wolves to be anything other than something to bring us down a little bit down to earth and see where we're at. So I'd say Christ, one, one. He's still family, isn't it? It's like you've got a bit of to his Roy. Luke Regan. Um, score draw. Score draw. Do we like to give us no, numbers? No, no, I wouldn't. No, I'm going to go for a draw as well. I'm going to go for an entertaining end to end affair of two all. Two all. That's what Regan would have gone for. He's just giving me the little <laughs> nod there. Um, and that's what he's that's, only official... that's, only, that's only because I think we're going to concede a few things. You give him a visual curious audio feature. Um, there we go. That is, that's the end of this week's podcast. Now there, there will be a podcast after the whole game next week, but because there's another home game after that, which is QPR, we don't have enough time to fit them all in unless something drastically major happens. So there'll be one after Hull, but there won't be one after QPR. Everyone okay with that? Thanks for for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a website or a web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast on Facebook. Uh, Wolves Football Fancast show and click like. Thank you very much. And check out our latest blogs and opinions on wolvesfancast.com, including Stu's match report against Blackburn. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's there for (laughs) for your reading pleasure. Um, But for this week, it's bye from Stu. Bye from Rich. Goodbye, everyone. Bye from Roy. Goodbye. Bye from Regan. Adios, amigos. And it's bye from me. See you next week. (laughs) 